sins away. Oh, say much I'm glad. From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Dr. Shelton Smith with Making a Difference. And we welcome you today. We're delighted to have you along with us and trust that our time together here with an open Bible will be exactly what we need this day. I've been giving you already this week some studies that I've kind of built around a theme. On Monday, we talked about staying sane in a crazy world. Yesterday, we talked about staying clean in an unclean world. Today, I want to talk to you about staying happy in an unhappy world. You know, Christians live in the world, and living in the world has its challenges, and staying happy, staying on track like we need to, having the jubilant, joyful spirit that a Christian ought to have is a challenge at times, but I'll give you some things today that I think will help you with that. Let me remind you that the Sword of the Lord Men's Conference is coming very quickly now, November 12 and 13, right here in Murfreesboro at the Sword of the Lord headquarters, and we want to encourage you men to be sure to be with us. Get on our website at swordofthelord.com and check out all the details about the Men's Conference. We'll look forward to having you here. And remember, this is Wednesday, and Wednesday night we go to church, and I hope that you'll go to the house of the Lord this Wednesday and get in on the things that your local church will have for you. Now, let's look at this topic today of staying happy in an unhappy world. Although you might assume that everybody wants to be happy, and maybe down deep inside, most people do, but there are a lot of people who are pursuing so many things that produce unhappiness. That is, our society, people out in the world just doing what the world does, they are day by day building a life that is certain to produce an unhappy result. They don't seem to realize it often, but that's exactly what's going on. You say, what kind of errors do they make? Well, one of the big errors is assuming that if they can just make money, just make money, lots of money, come on, the more money, the better. And they think that if they have money, 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 that it will buy for them the happiness that they want. I've often said it's great to have money so that you can buy some things. If you go out to get a hamburger, you need some money. So we all understand that. We're not saying that money is evil. The Bible says it's the love of money, that inordinate desire for money that's the big problem. Money itself is not a problem unless we make it a problem. But sometimes people think, I can just buy whatever it is I want. Well, I hope that you'll get hold of things that money can't buy. That's where real happiness is. And of course, if you have some money just to pay your bills, etc., that's good. Error number two that I mention here, a lot of folks think that they can do it with alcohol and with drugs. And dear friend, if you have a drinking problem, if you have a drinking habit, you're headed toward a drinking problem. Even a little bit of alcohol can lead to a lot of alcohol, and most of the time does. Same thing, if you get to piddling with drugs, it'll become more than just a piddling issue. It'll become a huge, major problem in your life. And many people think that somehow they can just deal with their sorrows, they can deal with their hurts and their headaches with alcohol and with drugs. That is a huge error. And number three that I mentioned here, things that produce unhappiness are immoral relationships. If you just think that you can go out and just live with this one and live with that one and live with another one and do all kinds of things that God says we ought not to be doing, 
then you are thinking incorrectly, and it's going to produce nothing but hurt and heartache and unhappiness in your life and for other people in your life that are close to you. There's no question that our society has unhappiness. A lot of it is built around the money issue and around the booze issue and around the drugs issue and around the immoral relationships issue. Our society has lots of unhappiness, sometimes just because of selfishness, other times it's because of just never being satisfied with anything, sometimes a profane mouth just doing all kinds of things out of the mouth that ought never to be said, and other times just griping and complaining and showing discontent. Well, I want us to think today about how to stay happy even in this unhappy world. Down in the islands, and some of you will be listening to me in the Caribbean, but I want you to know that I've heard the folks down in the island, and they have that famous statement that says, be happy, man, be happy. Well, that's a good statement, but it's sometimes easier to say than it is to do. But dear Christian, and I want to talk to you if you are saved, if you're not a Christian, I want to do everything I can to help you to understand that Jesus died on the cross for you and arose from the grave to be your Savior. And if you need to make that decision, I would be more than happy if you'd get in touch and let me help you to get that resolved and get you on the solid ground that you need to be on with the Savior. But if you are a Christian already, you and I need not fall into this unhappy business like the world has. It's an abyss of just dire straits and circumstances, and you and I ought not to live there. You say, well, how do we get to the place where we can be happy and stay happy in an unhappy world? Well, here's the secret. Number one, you and I need to rehearse often the fact that we're saved. We're born again. We're heaven bound. That needs to be rehearsed openly. I mean, we need to verbalize it every single day. I just encourage you to remember who you are. Don't forget what you have in the Lord and remind yourself, this world is not my home. I am just a passing through. And that song says for us sometimes what we need to remind ourselves about. We're saved, born again, and that ought to do something down deep inside of us. Second thing I want to suggest to you today is to feed your faith on a daily basis. Read your Bible. Join me here on the broadcast. Let's just talk about the good things of God. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, as newborn babes desire Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If you get in your Bible, I mean, get a King James Bible, get into it, read the text, just read it and study it. Read the Gospel of John, read the epistles, do all of the things. Read the Psalms and the Proverbs. Those will help you and it will nourish you as you feed yourself out of the word. You know, I get up every day, and usually within a matter of minutes, I'm hungry, and I want to eat a little bit. And then a few hours pass, and guess what? There's this time called lunch. Well, that means you eat again. And then whenever I get to the house in the late afternoon, I'm thinking about dinner, and I eat more than once. I usually eat two or three times a day, and sometimes a little bit in between. You say, what are you doing? I'm just feeding myself, feeding my body. And when you and I think about our spiritual well-being, we need to feed ourselves and we need to feed ourselves often. Number three, talking about staying happy in an unhappy world, choose your companions carefully. Be sure that you are walking closely with those that are walking closely with the Lord. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 20, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise. So you and I do well 
to walk with those who are walking with the Lord. The verse goes on to say that a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So if you run with the unhappy crowd, they'll make you unhappy. You'll not maintain your happiness if you're running with the wrong crowd. Proverbs 18:24 says, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. So you need to find some friends and befriend them. Show yourself friendly to them. Make some friends among those that are walking with the Lord. Proverbs twenty-two twenty-four says, Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go. So yes, dear friends, it does matter. The Bible gives pointed instruction. Choose your companions carefully. And number four in my list of suggestions here about staying happy in an unhappy world, express your gratitude to God. If you'll just get in the habit of being a thankful person, I believe it'll help you. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17 says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Just giving thanks goes a long way toward helping you to be a happy person. Psalm 118 verse 28 says, Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That's the spirit you and I need to have. Psalm 95, verses 1, 2, and 3. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. If you and I will simply express our gratitude to God, it will help us. Number five in my suggestions, live contented live contented. Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. There's another verse similar to that in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5 that says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I like that expression there. Be content with such things as you have. This is important for us to know that we can live contented. Listen, things are not the key to your happiness. Things are nice to have if the things do not have you. And we need to know that these things that we have in our possession, I'm talking about a house, a car, our clothes, our jewelry, all the things maybe that you want and that you've bought for yourself, all of those things are simply things to be used and utilized. They are not your life. They are just little things along the way that enhance you and enrich you somewhat. But you need to know that it's not a matter of things and things and things. Number six in my suggestions here, the joy of the Lord is the real key to happiness. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 gives that cluster of fruit, and it says in that, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, etc. The second one in that is joy. Now, folks, joy is what happens on the inside of us. The happiness is what shows on the outside. And if you get the joy of the Lord building in your life, you say, how do I get that? You let the Spirit of God work in your life. You yield yourself to the Spirit of God to allow Him to build and to grow you. And as you do that, these are the kinds of things that will come. And this cluster, this ninefold cluster here in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, it's simply a matter of allowing the Spirit of God to produce His fruit in you. And that's a necessary thing if you're going to be a happy person. 
Number seven in my suggestions to you, live for the Lord and for others. If you will give yourself to others as you do to the Lord, you will help yourself. You will honor the Lord in the process if you're serving Him. But if you're doing things for others, you not only will help them, but it will help you as well. You say, it really doesn't make sense, does it? Well, it's one of God's spiritual mathematical formulas that works. You get by giving. If you give yourself to others, it will produce something in you that you cannot get if you just live your life in a selfish way. If you just think of yourself and nobody else, I'm telling you, your life is going to be one that is filled with heartache because you have not learned the secret of just giving yourself first to the Lord and then to others. If you bring happiness talking about what you do for others. If you bring happiness, you will gain happiness. It's just a simple formula that works. I think there's nothing quite so thrilling and so exciting as when you are able to do something for somebody else that puts a smile on their face. When you cause them to smile, I can almost guarantee it's going to make you smile as well. And so I'm advocating in this old unhappy world where we live, this world that has gone crazy with alcohol and drugs and immorality and a thousand other calamitous things, this old world that is doing all of the things that the Lord says not do, look what it's doing to itself. It's killing itself. It is absolutely reeking with unhappiness. You and I, because we are saved, because we're the children of God, we have the formula. We have the instruction. We have the guidance. We have the presence of the Lord and the leadership of the Lord to help us to live happily and joyously and to be excited about what we have in the Lord. This is an unhappy world. No question about it. And it's plundering toward hell every single day. You and I can be different because we came to Christ and we headed toward heaven and we capture the aura of heaven and live happily. God bless you, dear friend. Thank you for being along today. I'll have another study for you tomorrow, and I hope that you'll join me then. In the meantime, write me a note. Let me know that you hear the broadcast. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day, and goodbye for now.